You're listening to Tiger Cats at the Half. 30 minutes of football complete in the books at Commonwealth Stadium in Edmonton, Alberta. Hamilton Tiger Cats leading the Edmonton Elks 10-6 on what I would call a very strange, unusual, I'll dare I say weird first half of football. Folks, this is Tiger Cats at the half presented by my insurance broker. I'm Bubba O'Neill along with Andy Fantus. Where do we go from here? Like uh, we, we talked about this in the pregame show that the Tiger Cats at times were showing some signs of being somewhat conservative. Well, we saw conservative, and then we saw wild. <laughs> yeah, we saw a lackluster 27 minutes, and then uh, a very very exciting last three minutes. It started with that long pass, the 54-yarder to Tim White, right before the three-minute warning, followed by just one of the best eight-yard touchdown runs wow. you'll see in this game. James Butler has been breaking tackles nearly on every time, every time he touches the ball. Uh, and then Edmonton marches the ball all the way downfield, looking into position to score. Big turnover off the hands of Stephen Dunbar Jr. to Javion Elliott uh, for the interception. And then a little bit puzzling to me. I mean, the, the Tigers get the ball in their own half, and you, you think, okay, it's, it's important to at least control the lead and, and, and run the clock out with a 7-6 lead. But they get the massive run by James Butler into the like into midfield they go out of bounds and then there's no urgency I didn't understand it uh, they, they ran the ball with James Butler and one more time and then 25 seconds went off the clock before the next pass to Felix Grand Gauthier uh, they got they quite frankly they got bailed out by that spearing penalty to get themselves in field goal range um, and even at that point we still thought we could see a shot to the end zone which we didn't see so um, strange, strange half, weird half, like you said, but uh, certainly some exciting running by James Butler and uh, and a great final three minutes for the Ticats in general. Let's run this one from the top here. On the opening kickoff of the game, the Elks chose and opted for a short kickoff, which stunned everyone, including Tyler Tarnowski, who is generally, folks, we've seen this guy practice. He is as sure-handed as they come. And it slips through his hands. Uh, Jordan Reeves with the recovery at the Hamilton 39. Uh, they settle for a 24-yard faithful field goal. In fact, running through that first quarter, Tiger Cats with no first downs. Edmonton with four. Second quarter, uh, Teddy Laurent. Uh, Edmonton driving the ball. Teddy Laurent comes up with a big sack, stops him faithful with a 40-yard field goal to make it 6 nothing. And then we talk about these explosive plays. That's been a term that we've heard a lot. Tim White, 54-yard reception prior, prior to a deep shot uh, to Duke Williams. It just goes through his hands. Then they go right back down the sideline. He comes in with the big reception, a roughing the passer call on top of that. Then it's the James Butler show with that incredible eight-yard play. And folks, wait till you see this one on TV. It doesn't get any better than that. Nice three-play drive. Then the Elks come right back down. Kevin Brown with a clear-out run, 50 yards down the middle of the field. And then Jamie and Elliott comes up with his first interception down at the Hamilton 9. And then we go uh, from there, as you talked about what happened at the last uh, couple minutes of the half. Of, so just an outstanding second quarter. The first quarter, a real snoozer, to be quite honest. But uh, I feel like the Tiger Cats offense maybe have found some things, maybe. Well, they certainly found 
a guy they can rely on in James Butler. And we, we discussed him in the pregame show. He does lead the CFL in missed tackles, and it was on full display tonight It's uh, so far in that first half. It's been in incredible. There were some positives with the Ticat offense. Um, you know, when you, when you get those third and ones in that first quarter, you think that you want to cre create that team identity that you're that those should be automatic first downs but they were on the long side of a third and one maybe a third and one and a half so you can understand the conservative approach in the first half and uh and not a lot going on in the second half we did see a couple uh clutch second and long conversions uh, so that was a positive sign a terry godwin deep curl uh followed in the next two plays by um uh, keandre smith nice catch over the middle and, um, and there were a few deep, slightly missed opportunities for the Cats. But, um, geez, like, it's just been a James Butler show, and they need to keep feeding this guy because he is on a mission tonight. Yeah, and, and I guess getting creative with him, also catching the ball out of the backfield, which he hasn't done, I think, at, at this point yet, um, will also be a part of what they want to do. Yeah, I think ball control is obviously, and maybe I've used the word conservative, but uh, certainly ball control, you're on the road. Um, you're certainly trying to give the Elks as least opportunities as possible to have the ball, and I, I, I guess that's what you're going to see out of this Tommy Condell offense probably with the rest of the way. Yeah, they, they, you could see they wanted to finish the half with the ball, but once they got that big run by James Butler, uh, we talk about points off turnovers and how things just seem to happen in a in an unproportionate way off a turnover. And when you get the ball to midfield and you got a chance to go up 14 to six, when for the most of the first half you could have thought it would be a 20 point your 20 point detriment or 20 point uh, swing swing yeah you, you think you could be losing uh, but you're able to hold the Elks to field goals and then get that big touchdown late and you could have poured on another one but regardless Cat's got to be feeling good about themselves right now 10 to 6 at the half after that early turnover and and uh the slow first start, first quarter. Well, you talked about the James Butler running, and I know uh, Coach John Salavan has talked about this. I think you got to give a little credit to that O-line as well, too. Even though uh, Schultz has been sacked twice, uh, and they were some big hits, I'll say that, honestly. But in terms of that run blocking, those boys, those horses up front are doing the job. Well, the one thing they're not doing is giving up on them. And even if, if uh, some defender is getting their hands on James Butler, they're looking at the next level and they're continuing to block and you can see that paying off when he when James does break a tackle you can still see blocks being made uh, where at times you could you could think the play was over and, and sort of uh, start getting back to the huddle so that's been great to see and you saw that in the on the touchdown uh, on the eight yard touchdown you saw guys getting pushed into the end zone even though it was a you know a five second play because of all the broken tackles um, so the offensive line definitely needs some credit, and, uh, and you've got to continue to, um, to, to let those guys work and, and come off the ball downfield and not be on their heels in pass protection. Let them be aggressive and initiate the contact, and uh, that'll set up some play action opportunities, I'm sure.
other side of the ball, it does appear that front four are getting pressure on Cornelius, and uh, they haven't really hit the deep shots. So credit to credit the guys in the secondary, uh, and again, Elliott with his first interception there late in the second quarter. Uh, so I, what I have seen, or at least what I've noticed, is Cornelius is doing a lot of dinking and dunking to try and put together some confidence on their side of the ball. And I guess the Ticats, so they just have to keep attacking. Yeah, they do. They've had a chance to get their hands on Cornelius and bring him down, but he's been pretty slippery so far this game. I thought I thought he had quite a quite a nice first half to be honest. He had a, a drop pass right on the goal line by French, uh, another drop by Dunbar on the the nine yard line that led to that interception. Uh, so he's he's been pretty methodical and. Uh, and, and poise in the pocket and, he, and he's been able to escape some potential sacks so he's been playing well um, but the Ticats have definitely done a good job of not letting him sneak through that line of scrimmage and get a, get himself running in open field to pick up the first downs. Um, Kevin Browns and and Kyron Moore have been able to to get on the outside and get a couple nice first downs in the flats and uh, through the middle but uh, other than that um, those have been the most explosive plays so far. I think this, I hate to come down to this, this could be one of those ones where special teams is going to play a major, major factor. Uh, Legio again hitting, hitting two, of, two of his opportunities. Uh, Faithful also hitting one of his as well, two of his. Uh, this could be one of those situations where it could come down to a kick. Uh, these guys got to be ready. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they certainly do, and, and it already has been a factor with the turnover. Uh, there's been a couple uh, penalties on special teams already. We mentioned that in the pregame, what a kick, kick out of bounds. Uh, so the Ticats have adjusted and made sent two returners on the punt return team now so that they can field the ball in the air and get some positive yardage, and, and I think that's a, that's a good plan so that they're not hurting themselves any more than they need to on the special teams unit. Final back to the offense one more time. What's your game plan for the second half, there, Andy? We got to you got to feed James White and or sorry, you got to feed James Butler, excuse me, and uh, and play off that. So, ride the ball, run pass option, play action, and, and and get you know get the ball in some of these receivers' hands quickly and allow them to uh, to see what they can do in the open field. And I'm I know those shots are going to come downfield. That one big one to Tim White uh, certainly was a, a mental mistake by the defensive half, uh, kind of not staying over top. He thought he had help from his corner, but his corner had to take the, the sail route into the, uh, the, the intermediate zone. So um, yeah, just kind of build off what they did in the, in the last four minutes of that first half. Well, folks, 30 minutes of football still yet to come. The Tiger Cats looking to stack together a second consecutive victory, first victory on the road, and deliver the Elks that 0-20 record at home dating back to 2019 and 0-6 this season. Folks, 10-6 is the score. Hamilton in control, but still a long way to go. This has been Tiger Cats at the Half, presented by my insurance broker. We will be back at the conclusion of this one to break it all down as we get ready for the second half. Let's send things up to R.J. Broadhead and Luke Tasker. And, folks, you are listening live on the Tiger Cats Audio Network. <laughs> 